0: well welcome back hi kia and konnichiwa this is my second ever podcast. podcast Woohoo! and welcome to ian's world this week i have learned something about my podcasting i was going to do some video podcasting and you know do images and video of me and put it up on the podcasting as a as a video but unfortunately i've found that making a video is considerably more time consuming than an audio only and I'm finding that the lack of equipment and my lack of skill in, with, in videoing is uh, somewhat hindering. So I might just stick to the audio podcastings for now. And then we'll um, improve as we go down the track. See how we go. Now I want to share with you this week something that is very, very important. And it is something that I have been praying over my family and my children for many years. And it's a psalm, which is found in the Holy Bible, called Psalm 91. Now I'll read it out to you. And then um, we'll discuss why is it so important. Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will find his rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be a shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you make the most high your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you, no disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You will trample upon the lion and the cobweb, you will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because they love me, says the Lord, I will rescue them, I will protect them, for they acknowledge my name. They will call upon me, and I will answer them, I will be with them in trouble, I will deliver them, and honor them. With a long life I will satisfy them, and show them my salvation. This, my friends, is one of the most important scriptures in my books, because it has saved my family, and defended me many a times. It is a promise from God above for his children, you and me. When you speak this psalm over your family, you are empowering God to defend you in all situations and to protect you with his all powerful angels. What are angels, you may ask? Angels are beings that God himself has created and they are essentially the staff of heaven and the staff of earth. They look after all of God's bidding Whatever God says, they do. There's many angels. There's warrior angels. There's cherubim. There's archangels. There's several other groups of angels. And they all have different jobs and different roles. And they trip between heaven and earth continuously. Now among these angels there was one particular angel. And his name was Lucifer. He was an archangel. One of the chief, one of the most powerful angels of heaven. And he was actually the worship leader of heaven. Lucifer means light, light bearer, light reflector. He was essentially a reflection or a mirror for God to view himself in. His role was a most important role in heaven. Worship to God is a most important thing to do. And a worship leader for God is a very important person or creation. Now this particular archangel called Lucifer began to become full of pride and arrogance and decided that he could be and would be better than God. Now he was created by God so that's like a piece of clay saying to the Creator, I want to be like you. Make me into you or I will make myself into you. Now a piece of clay cannot do that piece of clay has been created by our Creator. And so here this created being, Lucifer, decided to challenge the Creator. So rather than go into the whole entire story, which is quite intense, I'll just tell you the basic facts. He decided that he wanted to be like God, or in fact be God, in fact usurp his role and take over his role, and be God. So what happened in the end was Lucifer was hurled out of heaven to earth. So he is not in heaven anymore. He doesn't trip to and from heaven anymore. He is bound to earth until his time of judgment comes. Now at the moment he's running around in the earth. His name is no longer Lucifer. He has been called Satan, Serpent, and many other names. But at the moment we'll stick to Satan. And in his role, he is essentially ruler of the earth. He has, or he deceived dominion of the earth out of Adam and Eve. He tricked Adam and Eve, which are the first man and woman ever created on earth. He tricked them out of their inheritance. He tricked them out of their dominion of the earth. And he essentially took the keys to the house and locked them outside and controls it now as a landlord of the earth. So what has this got to do with Psalm 91? Well, in Psalm 91, Lucifer, Satan, is named. He is called the Great Serpent. He is called the Great Lion and the Cobra. And his job is to destroy you, and your neighborhood, and your family, and your earth, and everything else in this world. That is a reflection or uh, reflects the beauty of God. He is essentially a deceiver, and his role now is to deceive you and me and anybody else, and pit us against God, our Creator, and essentially turning us into that same piece of clay that he was, and saying to the Creator God, I don't need you, I can create myself. I can do what I want, I have dominion in the earth, I am God. Now that is why Psalm 91 is so important. We are not God, but we have an enemy who is trying to destroy us, or essentially trying to destroy God. And the only way that he can destroy God, or try and destroy God, is by destroying God's creations, you and me. So I pray Psalm 91 over my family every single day because this great serpent, this great lion, this great deceiver is trying to destroy my family and your family and everyone else's. So I'm calling God and his angels down to defend me and my family. But the story I've got today is not to do with that. We're still talking about the birth of Jesus, the Savior of the earth. We haven't got very far along that story, so we'll stick to that story for now. But I'm just giving you a shining a light upon where we're heading and what we're up against. So let's hit the storyboard, eh? Welcome back to Radio J3SUSFM found on your radio dial at 777-FM. Boy, have we got a line-up for you today. Join us now for Storyboards. The story of the babe of Bethlehem. Soon after the time when John the Baptist was born, Joseph the carpenter of Nazareth had a dream. In his dream he saw an angel from the Lord standing beside him. And the angel said to him, Joseph, Sprung from the line of King David, I have come to tell you that Mary, the young woman whom you are to marry, will have a son sent by the Lord God. You shall call his name Jesus, which means salvation, because he shall save his people from their sins. God's people had already had several kings, and some of them had been selfish and cruel. But Jesus was to be a new kind of king, one who would save and not destroy men. Soon after Joseph and Mary were married in Nazareth, a command went forth from the Emperor Augustus Caesar through all of the lands of the Roman Empire, for all the people to go to the cities and the towns from which their families had come, and there to have their names written down upon a list, a census. For the Emperor wished a list to be made of all the people under his rule. As both Joseph and Mary had come from the family of David the king, they went together from Nazareth to Bethlehem, there to have their names written upon the list. For you remember that Bethlehem in Judea, six miles south of Jerusalem, was the place where King David was born, and where his father's family had lived for many years. It was a long journey from Nazareth to Bethlehem, down the mountains to the river Jordan, then following the Jordan almost to its end, and then climbing the mountains of Judea, and Judea to the town of Bethlehem. When Joseph and Mary came to Bethlehem they found the city full of people who, like themselves, had come to have their names enrolled on the census or written upon the list. The inn or hotel was full, and there was no room for them, and Mary was heavy with child, for no one but themselves knew that this young woman was soon to be the mother of the Lord of all the earth. The best that they could do was to go to a stable where the cattle were kept. There the little baby boy was born and was laid in a manger or a feeding trough where the cattle feed from. On that night some shepherds were tending their sheep in a field near Bethlehem. And suddenly a great light shone upon them, and they saw an angel of the Lord standing before them, and they were filled with fear, as they saw how glorious the angel was. But the angel said to them, Be not afraid, for behold, I bring you news of great joy, which shall be to all the people. For there is born to you this day in Bethlehem the city of David, a Saviour who is Christ the Lord, the anointed King, You may see him there, and you may know him by this sign. He is a newborn baby lying in a manger at the inn. And then they saw that the air around the sky above them were filled with angels, praising God and singing for joy. Glory Glory to God in the highest, and and on on the the earth. earth, Peace among men, men, and whom 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 God is is well pleased. While they looked with wonder and listened, the angels went out from sight, as suddenly as they had come. Then the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem, and see what this wonderful thing has come to pass, and which the Lord has made known to us. Then as quickly as they could go to Bethlehem, they went and found Joseph the carpenter of Nazareth, and his young wife Mary, and the little baby lying in the manger. These angels come. They told us about a baby, and where we could find him. He's a special one. Rejoice. Oh, how exciting, how rejoicing. A new king. He's going to change the world he is. They told Mary and Joseph, And others also, how they had seen the angels and what they had heard about this baby. All who heard their story wondered at it. Mary, the mother of the child, said nothing. She thought over all of these things and silently kept them in her heart. And after their visit, the shepherds went back to their flocks, praising God for the good news that had been sent to them. When the little one was eight days old, they gave him a name, and the name given to him was Jesus a word which means salvation. As the angel had told both Mary and Joseph that he should be named, so the very name of this child told what he should do for all mankind, for he was to bring salvation to this world. You're listening to Radio J3SUSFM on your radio dial at 777FM. Now back to the mix. J3SUSFM where you will find faith on this earth. Well, back again. I think um, we'll end the podcast there today because it's been quite a long one. Thank you for your patience. But um, I think we might talk a little bit more about Psalm 91 tomorrow and um, see where the next story, well, not tomorrow, but the next podcast and see where the story goes. Please like my podcast, please subscribe, and I'm all for comments, feedback, positive or negative. Any feedback is good feedback. Look forward to catching up with you again. Bye.